Welcome. You've joined the Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hi, everyone. I'm Carol. And I'm David. Are you ready to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny? Well, you've come to the right place because that's what the sexy lifestyle's all about. David and I are passionate about making your sex life the best it can be. We sure are. And we love talking about sex and sexuality and sexual pleasure. And we hope that our discussions will open up your dialogue about great sex because... Great sex matters and you deserve it. We're proud supporters of the sexual freedom movement because it's so important to respect and accept other people's choices about their sexual preferences. We sure are. And we have a great show for you here today. And we're so excited to be on location here at the Lux Social Club in Chicago. So are you thinking about joining the swinging lifestyle? How about starting your own swingers club, possibly by converting your home into a venue for sexy, fun couples to come play and party? Really? What would the neighbors think? Stay tuned as we talk to the owners and founders of the Lux Social Club, Ronnie and Bill, all about how they turned their beautiful mansion home into an amazing swingers club. And, you know, what about passion? Is the passion in your relationship dwindling? Are you looking for new ways to spice it up? Well, Dragonfly from Pure Orgasmic Love will be sharing some great tips that'll help reignite the passion in your sex life. And we're going to have a guest couple join the conversation to give us their take on what's the most important aspect of a great swingers club. You know, the lifestyle means something different to everyone. There's no right way to be in the lifestyle. It's all about what works for you and for your couple. Well, there are some basic rules that keep the lifestyle socially fun and sexy for everyone. The most important of those rules is all about consent. Ask first and no means no. And in the lifestyle, Respect is paramount. And you know what? Everybody just gets it. That respect is never an issue. It's always there. And the lifestyle is all about adding passion, thrill, and excitement into your sex life, which can help your relationship stay strong and sexy. And, you know, we feel that passion right here at the Lux Social Club with all these great sexy people. This is The Sexy Lifestyle, and we are Carol and David. So today we're talking about passion in your life and in your love life and the importance of having passion to build and strengthen your relationship. And we're talking with Dragonfly, who is a somatic sexologist and specialty in sexual energy. So can you tell us how you work with sexual energy to create passion that couples can build on to strengthen their couple? Definitely. Thank you, Carol. Um, Working through the body and creating passion looks a little bit different for everybody. Passion is so vitally important for the relationship. And passion starts prior to even being together sometimes. So you can start creating um, passion through little text or little messages that you're sending each other, right? Or maybe even buying something for them and laying it out on the bed prior to. Creating an environment. And something that people don't really realize is they when they're in that throes of passion together, and if we're talking about being in a sexual act of passion, everything comes from just the genitals, typically is what we think. So there's different techniques 
and different things you can do to create more energy of passion throughout your body, like breath work. Mm. Breath work is a huge thing. We tend to hold our breaths, we tend to not breathe, and breathing creates oxygen in the body. So you're creating that energy network that you need throughout your body to raise your passion level, raise your arousal. Is that something that comes naturally during the sex act or do you have to focus on making that breathing work for you? From what I've seen in my practice is a lot of people have to focus in the beginning. Mm. It's not something that comes naturally, right? So it's a focus. And then after a while, anything with practice becomes natural habit or mm-hmm. natural. And that's why it's so important. We were talking on a previous show about, you know, making that time in the day to work on your relationship and work on your sex life because it's more than putting a cock in a pussy. It's all about, you know, getting that arousal, getting the sexiness going, not the actual act of having sex. Yes, yes. You know, that's just really the act is a very small part mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. And you, if you start ahead of time, like I said, laying out sexy gifts on the bed for them or... That titillation yes. and the teasing and the flirting that comes before. Yes, all of that creates the passion in your relationship. Mm-hmm. So if you're lacking in the passion, start there. Then when you get into bed or the couch or the coffee table or the, the kitchen table yes. or the counter, wherever that's looking like for you, definitely tap into some of the techniques. The breathing, the touching, the slow touch. Mm, slowing it all slow. down. Slow. And I always say, and if any of you have been any in any of my play shops, you will always hear me say, slow, if you're going slow, go slower. Go slower because slow creates that connection, those sparks that you feel inside. Like I'm, I'm, I'm feeling it now. Table, right? <laughs> I'm sitting over here rubbing myself. You know, it, it creates that, that connection, that passion. And I'm feeling the energy while you're talking because that's how you're creating sexual energy. I'm feeling it from you and I'm sitting two feet from you. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. really awesome. And, and I want to talk to the guys out there because even though you're talking about slow, a lot of guys don't get what slow is. And slow isn't about putting your cock in and (laughs) thrusting slowly. It's about waiting until you put your cock in and let her play with it and rub it between her tits and put it in her mouth. And it doesn't have to stay there for 10 minutes. Just a couple of little strokes and then you go somewhere else and lick her pussy and make that experience an evening and slow it down. And build up that sexual tension so when you get to that point of orgasm, it just happens. You don't have to work at it. It just comes because of all that energy and passion that you've built up in that evening. Definitely, definitely for sure. So is there some advice that you can give our listeners tonight that they can go home and try to work on creating that energy, the sexual energy and the passion that we were just talking about? What can they do to get started? Definitely. For a lot of people, this may be a little uncomfortable because maybe they're in a passion list relationship predicament right now and so to spice it up you may have to schedule out time so maybe if you're in that position look at your schedule throughout the week if you have kids get a babysitter Mm, for the night or five hours schedule out that time for each other start earlier in the day make sure that you are connecting throughout that day set up a home meal Mm -hmm. for it if you'd like make sure you have the candles Make sure you're touching each other. Make sure you're looking into each other's eyes. You're creating that passion. You're creating that experience. You're feeling present in the moment. Yes, Take that's your time. so vitally important. So this week, I invite you 
to do just that. Look at your calendar. Figure out when you have time to connect and make that a priority. Create that passion. It's up to you to create it for yourself. Yeah, it's just as important as your family, as your work. Make that time. And we're not saying you have to do it seven days a week like Dragonfly, what you're saying. Pick one day and push everything else aside. And, <laughs> and typically, on an average month, people have 52 hours of wasted time. Oh, 52 hours. And that's the average person. So if you think about 52 hours, that's a lot of time that you could create more connection between the two of you. Turn off the TV, close the computer, put away your phone. And I was just thinking to myself, those five hours that you put aside one day a week, well, you could think of all those nice things that you did during those five hours and do one or two of those throughout the week for the rest of the week. Build it up for the definitely, next day. Exactly. You, you take that experience and it's going to carry you to your next one. And you can just, you know, you get on the phone. You remember when you sat on my cock and you did this and, you know, all of a sudden I squirted. And yeah, you might not have time to do it every day during the week. But remember it every day. But talking week. about sex is so important. And couples don't do it enough. They don't talk about sex. They have sex. Okay, let's fuck. But they don't talk about the replay, the sexual experience they had, which keeps the juices flowing. It keeps that connection yeah, strong. Definitely, definitely. Absolutely. Okay, Dragonfly, um, you know, you are like world renowned. You've been traveling the globe. Tell us and our audience uh, how they can reach out to you and uh, what you have going on in your uh, world. Definitely. Thank you. So you can always tap into us at puregasmiclove.com. You can email me personally at dragonfly at puregasmiclove.com. You can always follow us on our social media. And let me tell you, I really enjoy the Instagram because we do travel a lot and do a lot of private events and our own personal events that we're creating around the world. So definitely tap into that. Um, we just got back from Iceland. It was an amazing, amazing trip. So we are literally all over the globe. So many yummy play shops to tap into. So check out that calendar. Let me know if we're going to be in your area. Reach out to me. I would love to hear from you. So this is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David. You are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. So let's remind everyone that this is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David and we're on location at the Lux Social Club in Chicago. The swinging lifestyle is really all about the great people you meet. It's not just about the sex contrary to popular belief. That's why it makes sense that this is a social club, the Lux Social Club. So many sexy and open-minded people here, mingling and flirting with each other. Yeah, and most people in the lifestyle have great communication skills because, you know, communication is key to a successful relationship, especially when you're a swinger. And it's okay to ask direct questions to the other couples that you meet here, asking them about their sexual preferences, their do's and don'ts, their limits and expectations. It's all good because the goal is to find compatible couples to play with, flirt with, or just be sexy with. Absolutely. And, you know, before we introduce our next guest, we want to talk briefly about one of the questions that we get asked over and over and over again. And that question is, how do I convince my wife to become a swinger? You know, this question is so frustrating for us because in the vanilla world, everyone thinks that it's the man that has to convince the woman to become a swinger. 
This is a myth that we've busted many times in our myth-busting game, but people still don't get it. No, they don't. And so let's just make it clear. In the lifestyle, it's the woman who rules. You know, Carol and I are in the lifestyle because that's what she wants. Not because I convinced her, not because I forced her, not because I wanted her to fuck other guys or other women. It's all about her. Yeah, well, it's not just about me choosing, but we're in the lifestyle because we both want to try new and exciting sexual experiences. And, you know, when we did, we found out that we like that excitement and the passion that comes with it. And it makes our relationship interesting and sexy and fun. Yeah, and in the lifestyle, you know, the woman drives. She's the one with her foot on the gas or her foot on the brake. She decides where and when and with whom we, and we never take one for the team. So getting back to that question, how do I convince my wife to become a swinger? Listen carefully. You don't. You absolutely don't. Trying to convince your wife to have sex with someone she doesn't want to have sex with, well, that's not about being a swinger at all. The lifestyle is not about persuading anyone to do anything they don't want to do. So here's the deal. Communication is critical to any successful relationship. So when you open up dialogue about threesomes, foursomes, moresomes, swapping, swinging, or whatever, and your wife says she's not interested in anything like that, then you have to take her at her word. Absolutely. The lifestyle is simply not for everyone. You know, it's about being adventurous and having fun. Consent is of ultimate importance, and consent grows trust in your relationship and makes your relationship stronger. You both have to be on the same page, and you both have to want it equally. That doesn't mean you can't spice it up. Well, of course you can. You can add passion in lots of ways, like Dragonfly explained earlier. You don't have to become a swinger to push those boundaries and fulfill those fantasies. Absolutely not. Just keep it sexy and spicy. So, this is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David. And we're thrilled to introduce Ronnie and Bill, who have been in The Lifestyle together for about seven years, and they're the owners and founders of the Lux Social Club here in Chicago. Ronnie and Bill, it's a pleasure to have you right in front of us. You're both uh, very sexily dressed for the evening, and thanks for taking the time to be on the show. I know that we're getting prepared for a very busy evening, so we'll uh, have a nice chat with you guys and then get on with a fun evening. Well, thank you guys for having us. We're really looking forward to the conversation, so this should be fun. So, you know, we love hearing about every story. It's always different about how you got into lifestyle, and I know you guys were in the lifestyle independently. So let's hear, first of all, Ronnie's story about how she got into the lifestyle. Well, I was 22, a month before my wedding, and my then-husband said, we're going to Jamaica for our honeymoon. I said, oh, awesome. And he said, it's a place called Hedonism. He said, they have a clothing optional beach. I said, oh, okay, I could, I could do that. I had no clue where I was going, but I found out. <laughs> so on, on your honeymoon? On my honeymoon, a month before the wedding. It was at 22, way back then, it was quite the shock. And did you participate? Uh, yes, yes, at- I did. And to what extent? Can you give a few details? He watched while I was with someone else. Okay. And Was that someone else a he or a she? A he. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. A he. And did you continue in the lifestyle together after that first encounter? A little bit. Okay. And Bill, why don't you tell us about your story? Sure. So I was traveling a lot. I was in the consulting industry doing a lot of travel. 
And one night I was watching, uh, this has had to be many moons ago, I was watching a show on HBO called uh, Real Sex. And uh, I had never heard of Swinging Swingers Life, nothing like that. But I watched Real Sex and because I was traveling a lot, they were talking about the Swingers Lifestyle. And I thought, wow, that's kind of cool. I'm kind of single. I travel a lot. I don't like to do the bar thing. Maybe I can dip my toe in the water there and see what that's all about because <laughs> it'll, it'll fit the lifestyle that I have right now. Uh, and when I stuck my toe in the water, I kind of jumped in the deep end of the pool, or, or better yet, I was pulled into the deep end of the pool. Were you a couple at the time? I was not. I was single. Okay. Uh, and I uh, met quite a few friends, uh, and no sooner after that uh, that I meet the love of my life, Miss Ronnie. And how long ago was that? Many moons. <laughs> Many moons. <laughs> what a wonderful story. But Ronnie, wow, 30 years is a long time. So let's talk a little bit about what prompted you to take this beautiful mansion and turn it into a swinger club. We were sitting on the sofa in our apartment one day and we started talking about what that we would want because we would go to clubs, we would have a good time, but we always thought that there should be something more. So we started talking about what we wanted as an experience, what we wanted as a club, and we thought, well, we could do this. How hard could it be? That's our famous last words. How hard could it be? <laughs> and so we said, okay, let's do this. And he had me start looking at properties online, and I found this one, which I can't even count how many times he said no to this property, but every time I would pull up a group of about three to five houses, I'd keep sneaking this one in. And then finally, you must have felt something. You must have felt. I did. I it was. I just. I saw this. I just knew right away that this was the right place. But why start a swingers club? Isn't it easier just to go to a swingers club? Well, yes, it is. But the challenge was that we end up having our best experiences in the parking lot. <laughs> yes. So that I think that was our motivation. We had experienced quite a few clubs in Chicago, and so we thought, well, you know, let's. Just open a club. Why don't we just do things the way that we think things should be done? So that was the impetus for getting into this. And do you have a, a club that's your favorite that you wanted to use as a model or to improve upon? Not really a favorite club. We just thought that we, we put, pulled together everything everyone else was missing. Okay, very cool. And is there something special that you know it had to be at your club? Like what was that special feature that you must have? I'd say that it's sort of our theme, hang back or interact. You can hang back and still have an awesome time. We put a lot into making people feel comfortable. We put a lot, all of our food is cooked fresh here. So it's like you're going out to dinner here. We put a lot into making sure that we have nothing but nice, great people here. So you can hang back and have a wonderful time uh, or you can interact and have a wonderful time. But no matter which way it goes for you, you're gonna leave here having a great time is most important. And you're absolutely right because on the tour you gave us, you have amazing playrooms, which we're gonna talk about in a second. You have porn going on. But you have the football game going on, too, for those people who just want to sit there and watch, get the game over with, make sure their favorite team wins, then they're happy, and then they can go fuck. So, and there's a lot of places for people to interact, and we're going to talk to Catherine and John a little bit later about the lifestyle being more than just sex, being about the people. That's right. We've got massage tables, outside pools, swimming pool, hot tubs. We just wanted to make sure that you can go down the entire list and do so many different things. And if you want to interact, that's fine too. But if you want to hang back, that's even better. And do you have a description of what type of atmosphere that you call this beautiful estate? I think you would call it inclusive because everybody feels comfortable here. We have such a diverse group that come all the time. I mean, we have all races, cultures, ages. We have from the people in their 20s to people in their 60s and they all have a great time. And we, we absolutely see that. 
you know, now we're talking about the fluff. Let's talk about fucking. Let's talk about the playrooms. You have, you have some outside, some inside, some in the basement, some upstairs. I think I even saw your pickup truck with lights on it. Some people wanted that experience. Tell us about all the playrooms and the different aspects for different people who want who are looking for different things. Yeah, so we've got uh, one main big playroom that has four king-size beds, and we put it in the center of the room because we wanted that 360-degree feel. So we want you to be able to walk around and have a great time in there, but that's couples only. So we want to make sure that we have a safe place for couples where no single males are allowed, even if invited. And then we've got other rooms that are private and semi-private. Uh, so the semi-private, of course, it's an open room, but you can sign your name on the list. And if you sign your name on the list, our security team will make sure that you've got that time designated undisturbed. And then we have open rooms where it's free to play. Anyone can go into the room and play if you like. You know, you don't have to play. You can watch whatever you want to do. It's totally fine with us. So we tried to make sure that we covered all of the bases so that whatever it is that you want for that night, however the night may go for you, it's available. And then if you want to do it outside, if you want to fuck outside in the woods, we've got five acres of wooded you know, area. We've got gazebos. I mean, it, it's all up to you, whatever you want to do. Now, we can see from your beautiful property that the swinging lifestyle outside must be different in winter and summer. Yes. Tell us how the seasons affect how you plan your parties. Yeah, obviously, in the summertime, because we've got so much outside, we've got, uh, what is it, 66,000-gallon Olympic-sized pool. So you, you can't get a seat around the pool because it's so crowded. We've got a hot tub on the inside and the outside. So generally in the summertime, we always smoke meat every Sunday, every Saturday, all of the food is smoked. And we do a lot, so majority of the club is outside at that point. Uh, during the winter months, it's mainly on the inside in here. Uh, and it's sort of all of the things that, that we described before, which is, which is really good. And we, we're getting so large now that uh, we can talk about the loft. So our pole barn out there, which is 3,000 square feet, we're expanding that out uh, to be the loft, so we're going to double the size of the sort of the facilities for the winter time because it's summertime. We're going to stay outside, but it's going to be twice as big in the winter. Wow! And you do have your hot tub, your outdoor hot tub, out even open even tonight, right? It's not that cold, and you're going to keep it open all winter long. We do. It's beautiful, really, really beautiful. So tell us a little bit about the new loft that you have planned for the barn. We got the tour today, and it's spectacular. Go ahead. We are really excited about the loft, the Lux loft. It's 3,000 square feet. We'll have a dance floor and a DJ booth. We'll have a 20 foot long bar, granite top, floor to ceiling, granite fireplace, sofas in the social area in front of the fireplace. We'll have a pool table. Upstairs in the loft, we will have another group bed. We're gonna have nine queens together to make one big bed. It's gonna be huge, it's gonna be amazing. It'll be in the center of the room. There'll be stars on the ceiling, silks on the walls. We'll have four private areas, pool table, dance floor. So it's going to be really great. Really, really spectacular. <laughs> you guys can share that later. <laughs> so listen, next week is Halloween, and I know that's one of the biggest parties of the year, especially in the lifestyle we all love to dress up. Tell us what everyone can expect the next week's big party. Next week is our third annual Halloween party. Our first year we had the Haunted Forest. Last year we had a murder mystery dinner. This year we're having a scavenger hunt and it's going to be kind of a combination between Clue, a scavenger hunt, and a murder mystery. It's gonna be a lot of fun, very organized, and we are also having a costume contest with a cash prize. Our Halloween parties generally bring in about 150 people. Wow, that's really spectacular. It's be a lot of fun. And I know you told me during our tour that you're really hoping to get the loft up and open for New Year's Eve. 
I know that's a very, very aggressive yeah. goal. Tell us yeah, about what is. that party's going to come. Yeah, so we've always held off on New Year's parties because we grew so fast in such a short period of time. It's like New Year's is always just too much. And so we thought we, we need time to grow first and understand what this is about. I mean, it's one thing to be a participant. It's another to actually run a club night and day between the two. And so we feel like now we're ready to do a New Year's party. Uh, and uh, again, the space is going to be important because we. Use, I'm, I'm guessing if we're going to have 150 people here for Halloween, and this is going to be our first uh, New Year's Eve party. We're looking at 300 people here, so we want to make sure that we've got ample space, uh, that people are free to move about. Uh, everyone's having a great time, so uh, the date is aggressive, but, but we're going to meet it. That's absolutely amazing. So just hang on for a second. We're going to do a quick break here for a sponsor, and when we get back, we're going to talk a little bit more about the club. We're going to get Catherine and John on, and then we're going to talk about having some great sex. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David. You are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. This is The Sexy Lifestyle and we are Carol and David. So you remember last week we talked about the taboos, everything to do with sex show. It's coming up November 24 to 26 in Toronto from where we're going to be broadcasting live. We are. We're going to be right next to Dr. Jess, who was just on our show talking about sex with Dr. Jess. And let's just talk a little bit more about that taboo, everything to do with sex show. It's Toronto's sexiest party, and this year is going to be bigger than ever. And whether people are coming just for the shopping or the nonstop main stage entertainment or those amazing educational seminars, the everything to do with sex show has everything your sexy heart desires under one roof. And come meet us there. We're going to be in the speaker's corner. So talk to the experts and check out the latest adult products. You can touch them, hold them. You can't do that online. Canada's sexiest trade show comes to the International Centre in Toronto, November 24 to 26. Taboos, the everything to do with sex show. For ticket information, check out our website, thesexylifestyle.com. This is The Sexy Lifestyle, and we are Carol and David. Today we're talking about Swingers Club. We're on location from the Lux Social Club in Chicago, talking with owners Ronnie and Bill. Let's take a second to introduce our good friends, Catherine and John, who were the past king and queen of Nadia Norlins from 2016. Uh, we almost had to pry the crown off Catherine's head when we were declared king and queen of 2000. Yeah, she got to keep the crown, but she, you know, she wanted to do a Tanya Harding, so we had to have stopped that from happening. And you might remember them from the July episode where we broadcasted live from Naughty in New Orleans, and our show was called Get Naughty. So, Catherine and John, welcome to the Sexy Lifestyle, and thanks for being here. Hi, David. Hi, Carol. Hi, Catherine. Let John say hello. Hello, everyone. We know who wears the pants in your relationship. I don't have any pants on. I know, or <laughs> underwear. Everybody has different expectations of what the lifestyle should provide in terms of experience. So, Catherine and John, when you come to a club like this, what are some of your expectations? I think that's a great question because when we first started out, I did have a lot of expectations. What I've learned now is to have no expectations. You can't go into this thinking like, I'm going to walk in the door and I'm going to fuck everybody. Because then you leave sad you know <laughs> because first of all i think you go in with those expectations and then all of a sudden you retreat yourself and you're like i can't do this so now i've learned just don't go in with any expectation just go in with i'm going with my husband and i'm going to have a good time i'm going to dance i'm going to go out there and talk to some people and i think that's one of the most important things is that you should get out there 
And I think that that was one of the things too. I walked into a club thinking like, oh, I can't talk to anybody because I don't want to fuck them. But you know, you can just go out there and talk to everybody and they can talk back to you and then you just have such a good time because you're not having this high expectation like, oh, I'm not going to talk to that guy because I'm not going to fuck him. It's just more of like, hey, let's just go and meet people and talk to people and, and just have a good time. Being with like-minded people. Right, open-minded people, open -minded I think. who people think the same way you do and have fun. It's all about having fun more than anything. So, Bill and Ronnie, when you were out at clubs and before you opened your own club, what were your expectations when you went into a club? I always tried to go in, like Catherine, with no expectations because I always thought that if I had expectations, I was setting myself up for failure. Yeah, I think that's right. I, I think when you go in believing that you can just do whatever you think is going to happen. If you go in pretty open-minded, just willing to have fun regardless of where the night goes, it tends to work out much better. So now that you know that a lot of your clients have different expectations and you've made this beautiful club here, do you think ahead of what they might be wanting to happen and what kind of experiences they might be expecting and do you set up your place in according to that? Oh, absolutely. Uh, we get a lot of feedback from our members because they, they trust us. Uh, we've got some pretty intimate relationships with quite a few of them. Uh, we're, we're all friends for the most part with about 80% of our members. They're very common. They come often and they give us a lot of feedback. Uh, so some of the feedback that we got was that we need more single rooms and so we installed two more single rooms downstairs. We tend to listen to our customers quite a bit uh, and follow their direction on what their needs are. Now let's, let's just step back for a second because we've had um, a bunch of club owners on our show over the last year. Let's tell everybody out there that when you come to a swing club you're not coming here and the first thing that happens when you come in the front door is everybody's fucking let's just talk a little bit about when you walk through the front door what people expect that's right well here when you walk through the front door everyone seems to know everyone here and that's good and those who are not strangers I think our members make a special effort to make everyone feel comfortable. So if you were to walk into the front door, you would never know on the first level that this was a swingers club at all. Uh, we want people to feel comfortable. We want them to ease into it. It doesn't turn into the singles lifestyle until you get up to the second floor or go downstairs to the club. So this is where most of the newbies, they kind of stay on this first floor. You get a lot of people talking to them because everyone here makes a special effort to get to know everyone. And so that... Absolutely. And we're going to get into newbies in a second. We've been to many swinger clubs around the world. We've been to Lifestyle Vacations. We just came off the cruise. And we always tell other people who ask us what goes on in clubs and what goes on in these cruises about the fact that you can come to a club and not fuck. And you can come to a club and fuck your, the best fuck in your life, which is your partner, your wife, your significant other. And you don't have to play with other people. You can come here for that great, sexy experience. And, you know, walking around your club, we see it. That big bed upstairs, which is where you're going to find us later, where everybody can walk in and say, hey, can I, can I play with you guys? You know, can we step in? Is what the lifestyle is about. Or they can just lie next to us and fuck their own partner and just get that sexy experience, a little bit like live porn. That's right, that's right. And, and I think what is, what's unique about this club is that everyone takes an interest in its success. So Catherine, earlier today we were talking about singles in the lifestyle and how some couples love to have singles. And what's your take on this? I think it's just whatever you're in the mood for. One thing I just wanted to add from the last conversation, I think as a woman, one of the things that we look for is safety. And you come into this environment dressed really sexy. So you get a lot of attention. And I think what I find the most respectful of swingers is I don't have somebody coming up grabbing my tits. They just don't. They'll come up and ask. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you got beautiful tits. Can I touch them? Which I don't mind, you know, yeah, ask that's great. me and then that's great. 
But I just think that safety is real important. You have beautiful tits. Can I touch them? Of course you can, David. Okay, after the show. <laughs> okay, so let's get back to what we were saying earlier about the singles and the lifestyle. Tell us about you and, and John and your couple and how you deal with the singles and the lifestyle. Well, John and I always are together. We play together. And we do enjoy singles from time to time. And I think the biggest thing with singles is that they're polite. If you're a single guy and you're interested in the girl, be respectful to the husband. Because really, I'm looking at my husband to say whether it's okay or not. You know, I want to make sure he's comfortable in the situation. I don't want him to think that, oh, I'm going off with this guy and forget him. I want him to feel like he's part of it and he's going to be having just as much fun as I am. Because believe it or not, I think what we both, and John can probably chime in on this, our number one thing that we like in the lifestyle is seeing the other person Get having pleasure, pleasure. Yes, yes we all and that do. really is so it's like i'm just not in there to go to a club and fuck as many guys as i can i'm interested to see how john's reaction is and what john's doing and does he have an erection and i turn around like oh this is exciting yeah <laughs> you know? absolutely and that's one of the fun things so bill what is your policy about uh singles in this club great question we are extremely selective uh so we've got a group of our five to seven uh single males that they have been when i say extremely vetted i mean extremely vetted uh, and I think five to seven is a good combination. Now, we only allow three to five in each party if we're over 60. And then if it's below that, then it's two to three. But if you only allow like three to five, even up to seven, once Carol takes them all, what is going to be left for everybody else? <laughs> Carol will have to figure that out on on the others. I share. It's <laughs> yes. all about sharing. Yes. We know that already. Yeah, but we, 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 we vet our single males uh, very extensively. Uh, and they've been with us a long time. Uh, sort of Roadmaster is one of our favorites. He fits the right sort of character for this place where he's calm, cool, collective, extremely respectful. He always starts with and the guy. And a lot of fun, he sounds like. Oh, yeah, <laughs> but once he gets in there, it's it's uh, it's a rodeo. So just to be clear, you allow singles every night of the, that our, you're Our open. select list of singles, correct. And, and it's hard to make the list. And what nights are you open? We're open every Saturday, and we are open about two Fridays a month. And during uh, spring and summer months, we're open on Sundays. And that's the Sunday parties are day parties. They go from noon to six. And where do people come from? What's the age groups? What's the demographic? I mean, the, the place is spectacular here. I hope everybody out there comes to visit the Lux Social Club in Chicago. It's just tremendous. Thank you. That is the most amazing thing to us because we have had people from as far away as Washington, D.C., Florida, Las Vegas, Texas, even California. We have semi-regulars that come from Wisconsin and Iowa, Michigan, and Ohio. Largest concentration, of course, is from Chicago and Northwest Indiana. But we are just amazed at how many people from really long distances have come here. In fact, last week we had a horrible storm on Saturday night and we had a couple drive in all the way from Des Moines, Iowa, which is like a four hour drive. Wow, that's nice. And there's one couple that comes, I think probably four times a year from Germany and he brings me German beer. <laughs> it, is, it is so awesome. Listen, we saw when we were doing our tour right next to your big hot tub, the indoor hot tub, that there was some, some dice games up there. And I kind of think that's fun when you get a chance where the couples come in here and get a chance to do some icebreaker type games. Okay, but they weren't just regular dice. They <laughs> were like big dice. I know. Dice. We're talking about sexy dice. 
yes. here. And I was going to ask John, because, you know, you're the quiet guy. I know Catherine's the, the go-getter. <laughs> I was going to ask John, what do you think about couples doing some icebreaker games when they arrive at a club like this? Do you find that's good? I, I think it's very important. A lot of couples come to a, a swing club. Some of them are very shy when they come on in, and they kind of wander around, and they, they look at people. They're not sure if they should approach them or not. They're not sure if they're going to be approached. Um, so if you have a game of one sort or another, it certainly helps those people that have an experience as far as meeting other couples uh, to kind of get involved with the game, particularly if, the, if you come as a couple and then maybe the couples uh, split up with uh, another couple and you know, play a game together. Uh, that, that helps a lot for people to, to really kind of get to know each other. Now, John and Catherine and Catherine and John, uh, you guys host your own parties and we've been to your parties. And tell us a little bit about when you put on those parties, what makes them unique and special and why do people keep coming back and keep coming back and keep coming and coming and coming <laughs> and sometimes they take it up the back. I think you just nailed it. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> one of the fun things we do at our, at our party is we set up a dungeon in the garage. And it's so funny because all of us swingers have what's called the vanilla side of us, where we have friends that know nothing about this side of us. And, and it could just be family members. And it's funny to have some of your swinger friends over, intermixed in with your vanilla friends, and our swinger friends always walk over the garage saying, oh, I'm going to go to the dungeon. I'll be right back. But, of course, on a vanilla event, it's not a dungeon. It's a garage. <laughs> <laughs> it is fun. I remember doing the twister at your house and your party right. as well, the sexy twister game. We always have icebreakers. Now, even at our own parties, I think everybody gets this environment and you're just afraid to talk to someone or approach someone. John is a very introverted person i'm an extroverted person so he's not going to go out there and just talk to people hold so on hold on hold on hold on what? you what? say john is an introverted person yes john take the microphone tell Got us it. about your sexy pole dance move <laughs> all right it's uh it's, it's a move that you have on a uh on a stripper pole wait wait hold how it hold it dress? hold it catherine wants to how talk. are you dressed first well sometimes with no shirt on <laughs> uh and it's, a, it's just a move that uh you you kind of Pull yourself horizontal on the pole, so it looks like it's a kind of a feat of strength, but it's more of a, of a, a, a trick that I can do. Um, but it certainly attracts the women uh, to see that very uh, attractive trick. <laughs> now I know from my stag many years ago that naked men and poles do not go well together. How do you manage that? I try to avoid that. <laughs> <laughs> So, Catherine, you know, we know you have great parties. We know you have um, lots of great couples. Where do you find couples to come to your parties? It's usually at clubs. We go into clubs and meet people. We, when we first got into lifestyle, it was just a matter of just us and, you know, that's it. We're not going to meet friends. It's just us. And then we're going to go home and never meet these people again. And we actually even started out with, like, a fake name. And then we said, you know what? The people we have the most fun with, are the people that we meet and become very good friends with them. We travel with them, we do things with them. When we have a party, we probably have 10 people come over and help us set up. You know, we're not like Ronnie and Bill. We, we're not used to this. So to have a party is very stressful, having all these people over. So it's like, I need, you know, it takes a village. Well, it takes a village in the swing world too. <laughs> all right, John, did you have something to say? No, she just handed me the microphone. That's it. Beautiful. <laughs> All right. So this is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David. <laughs> 
You are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. This is The Sexy Lifestyle and we are Carol and David. Our Great Sex Matter segment is sponsored by Throws of Passion. Maximize your orgasm and just let go while Throws of Passion Pleasure Blanket manages the mess. Great sex matters and it can only happen when you're truly relaxed and comfortable. So our Throws of Passion Pleasure Blanket is made with a revolutionary new naked fleece technology which offers enhanced moisture management while helping to manage body heat. The all-new Stay Dry technology of the inner layer ensures your sheets stay dry no matter how wet it gets. Just throw it down and get it on, then toss it in the laundry for your next round of sexy escapades. Incredible sex starts now. It absorbs liquids faster. It's non-slip material. It's great for rigorous play. It's super lightweight and folds up small for travel. And it's great for massages, sexy play, and squirters like Catherine and Carol, and it's definitely machine washable and tumble dry. Our Throws of Passion Pleasure Blanket will be available soon on Amazon for $119 each, but right now we're doing a free giveaway. Just send us an email with Throws of Passion in the subject to info at carolanddavid.com and we'll draw one new name per week for a winner. So this is the Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David and we are on location with Ronnie and Bill, owners of the Lux Social Club in Chicago, and our amazing friends Catherine and John. So, we love talking about great sex because great sex matters and you deserve it. You know, couples can strengthen their relationship by spicing it up. And one way to add spice is to visit a swingers club. And remember, you don't have to be a swinger to experience that super erotic environment at a swingers club. You just have to be open-minded and want to have some sexy fun. So we all know that being in the lifestyle is one way of connecting with your partner. So Ronnie, tell us how your lifestyle business has changed your relationship in the last few years. The lifestyle business, like any business that you have that's your own, it, it becomes like your child. It's it's 24-7. And so we really have to start talking about this. We have to say, wait a minute, stop. We said tonight we were not going to talk about the club. It's all about us having fun, you know, talking about anything but this club. And it always sneaks back in. But we do, we have to uh, stop ourselves. And so besides that, besides that discipline thing that you do for each other, um, has your relationship changed at all? Do you have more sex, less sex? Are you more connected, less connected? We have less lifestyle interactions because we're always working. We try to say after... 12 o'clock that we're going to relax and kind of have some fun and usually just about when we get our butts in the hot tub someone wants something so one of us has to get out so but we, we're working on that. We we're getting uh, more and more help. And well, we super we see how you're super sexy tonight. So you still get to dress up sexy and and show it off. So yeah. that's so fantastic. Thank you. you. Know, we all know what it's like working with your spouses because even Catherine and John work together as well. So Catherine, maybe you can tell us a little bit about how you guys keep that balance in your relationship. You know, the balance between work, family, and your love life. Well, this is John, not Catherine. <laughs> It's, uh, it's sometimes difficult and sometimes very easy. Uh, we work extremely hard, as you guys well know. So 
the, the balance is often askew somewhat. Uh, you get real busy with work or you get real busy with something else and it's sometimes difficult to, to, to make that balance, but you really have to put a lot of effort towards uh, making sure that your, your, your swinger lifestyle, your work, your family all have a, a equal portion of your life. And I think um, because Catherine and I work together, and it's not difficult for us to do because we see each other during the day working um, and we go home at night and we have the fun uh, at night. Um, and of course we have our, our family relationships as well. So for us, it's, it's not a difficult thing. We, we understand a lot of those things and we try and make a, a good balance of it all. One of the things I enjoy doing, our business has nothing to do with the lifestyle. So we're, it's not a sexy business, <laughs> but it pays the bills. One of the things I love to do at work, since we are working together, is every now and then just walk by his office. I love it when he's on the phone, a business phone, and I just flash him. Oh. <laughs> now, we've been together 28 years, and to see your husband get all choked up, like, uh, 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 as he's talking on a business call, is so exciting because it's like he's been seeing these boobies for quite a long time, yet he gets all excited like that. So you got to add a little bit of fun. It can't always be serious in any business, and as I'm sure the lifestyle club like this beautiful club is it's still a business and that's your number one goal um for you guys for the rest of us we don't care we're just here for fun you know so i can imagine that it takes a definitely some discipline because we have the discipline now you guys have a, a big company and you have a chance to get away because you do have managers that can take over the company while you're on vacation now what about you ronnie do you have some host couples that can step in and allow you to have that break that you do need that is something that we've been discussing a lot in the last year and we have some couples in mind that we think that would be able to handle it and, and do just fine. But yet, you know, like that new parent, it's hard to cut that cord. One thing that we do try to do to make this special for us and to, to keep it exciting for us is whenever we get something new for the club, we want to be the first ones to try it. Oh, that's a good it's line. Like, and so we make time for that, but we're still, we're still trying to get away. We haven't gotten there yet, but we're talking about it. It's going to happen within the next year, for well, sure. We know for the two of us that we still learn new things about each other all the time. So I'm sure that you guys do that too, and that's what's keeping the flame and spark in your relationship. All right, let's get back to what we were talking about earlier, a newbie couple. So you've been on the phone, I don't know, 20 times tonight, people calling you. You are so professional. You give everybody the information they need. Um, I heard you asking someone, is this your first time coming to a swinger or lifestyle club? Tell us a little bit, if I was a newbie couple or we were a newbie couple, what would you tell us for the first time that we're coming here? Even if I called you on Thursday and said, we're planning on coming on Saturday, what are some of the things that I would need to know or we would need to know before we got here? And then... When we got here, what are you going to tell us? One of the first things that we tell them, besides how our parties work, is what Catherine said. It is best if you come in with absolutely no expectation. You can tell that they're nervous on the phone. They'll tell you they're nervous on the phone. They don't know how to act. They don't know what to wear. And they're very frank with me. And I said, just come like you're going to a regular party. I said, have you ever been to a frat party? or a high school party and you hooked up with someone said it's the same thing as coming to one of our parties except it's a little more open you don't have to hide in the closet once i say that that we're just a regular fun party with a lot of fun people having 
a great time. The opportunity to hook up with other couples or individuals is greater than that immediately puts their mind at ease. So, so now, now they walk in the front door, they've come here, they walk in the front door, what happens? They walk in the front door, we um, show them the coat rack and the lockers, ask them if they need a locker, and then we take them on a tour. They sh we start at the top and work our way down, show them where to put their alcohol, show them where the food is, show them all the rooms, go over the few rules that we do have, you know, no more than 10 people in the inside hot tub. And we just say, if there's anything that you need, just let us know. And as we're giving the tour, it was never this way before, but as soon as we started this club, it was like miraculously had this knack for remembering people's names. So when they come in the door and I'm giving the tour, I'm introducing them to all the couples that are already here. I mean, it, it is such a cozy village family type place. But we're a couple. Mm -hmm. We're coming in. And the next question I'm going to say is, so do I have to fuck anybody here? No. No, you do not. Do I have to get naked? No, you do not. Well, well, what if what if I don't get naked and what if I don't want to fuck someone? What are people going to think of us? You know what? You're just here for the party. You're here to have a great time. If you want to dance, you can dance. If you want to get in the hot tub, if you want to wear a bathing suit in the hot tub, that's perfectly okay. You can sit on the deck. You can sit in the living room and just have conversations with other couples. If you just want to have an intimate couple or conversation with your partner, that's fine if you want to go in the private room and sign it up for 45 minutes and close the door. You can be alone. If you if you want to follow me around, you can follow me around. You'll be included in conversations. And what if I just wanted to fuck my wife, but be with other people fucking? Is that okay? Are people going to touch me, touch us? You know what? We have a community room. You can be with your wife next to other couples. If someone does touch you, you can just tap them on the arm or the leg and kind of wave no. Most people will say, is it okay if I touch? And you can at that point say yes or no. All right. So last question before we let you get back to the party. Tell us the top three things a couple could do at a swingers club to have great sex. And I'm going to ask you and then we're going to ask Catherine and John. I think the top three things would be to come in with an open mind, no expectations, just be relaxed and be open to anything. Besides having an open mind, just be open to anything that may or may not happen. Oh, I think that sounds great. I think that's really, really good advice. Now, Catherine, what do you think about that? My number one thing is to come horny. Okay, that's <laughs> a good idea. You really do. I mean, we actually usually put off having sex so that when we know we're coming, we're going to be really super horny. We're going to be touching each other. We're going to be feeling each other up. We're going to be real close and intimate. So that's probably the number one thing. The number two thing is dress sexy. Gosh, I mean, one thing I've learned about lifestyle people is they're the least judgmental group. You know, when I wear a skirt that's too tight and I go to just a regular dance club like you talk about, I feel like some of the other women in the club are looking at me like, why is she wearing that short skirt? She's too old for that or whatever. I feel judged. I never feel judged at a swing club. I can wear anything I want. And usually someone comes up, not usually, all the time someone comes up and says, wow, don't you look beautiful? And I'll tell you what, that makes you feel really good. Absolutely. And what about when a newbie couple talks to you or any couple talks to you, what about those 
expectations that you're talking about, the rules. What are some of those do's and don'ts that you want to make sure they have in place so they can have that great sex? Well, just to start off with, like Catherine said, when people call me on the phone and they say, well, what should we wear? Do we have to dress in theme? No, dressing in theme is not mandatory, but please dress like you're going on a sexy date with your partner. Do not come here. Like you're going to Starbucks in the morning. No, like you're going to Walmart. Oh my goodness, okay. <laughs> it's like police. That's, that's not sexy. You want to look your best. You want to look sharp. You want to be sharp. You want to be relaxed. You just want to be open to the fact that nothing more may happen than you just meet some great people. And we always talk about communication. So before coming to the club, I'm sure the couple has talked about it. They've actually called you. They've asked you many questions. And then, again, they talk about it again. And then they get to the club. And then they talk again. What are we going to do? Who are we going to talk to? Uh, do you like this guy? Do you like this girl? How do they look? Maybe we should dance. Maybe we should go upstairs. All this kind of communication, which is number one for the couple. And we like to say triple X for great sex. And that's express, explore, and then experience. And so the expression, the communication thing is paramount to get things going. And I know you guys talk to each other all the time before but you we come into a new club. We didn't at the beginning though. Uh -huh. I mean, I wish we would have listened to this radio station <laughs> at the beginning. We didn't talk about any of that. We had been monogamous for 10 years. So we went into a club not even talking about it. I, it's definitely something you wanna talk about what your boundaries are. We were really lucky. John's not jealous at all. He doesn't care. So it was very easy for us to not get into a fight. And that's one of the things you definitely want to avoid. It's about the couple first. And that's, that's, a, that's a great point that whatever, before you go into a lifestyle situation, you and your partner have to agree that whatever happens, you can't hold it against each other. You go home, you learn from it, you replay and you regroup and you go back into it again because it's a situation where there's a lot of moving parts, literally, <laughs> all over the place, and things happen that you might not have spoken about. And we always say, you know, if you go in with a rule that we're only gonna play next to other people, stay with that rule, see what's going on, and next time, if you wanna do soft swap or, or girl on girl or whatever, plan it out and come back in where you're both one couple and on the same page. So, you know, Catherine, that was a fantastic uh, point that you made. Uh, Ronnie, fantastic discussion. And we're going to just remind everybody that this is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David. You are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. This is The Sexy Lifestyle and we are Carol and David. We've had a great discussion with Catherine and John and Ronnie and Bill, uh, the owners of the Lux Social Club. Uh, both of you are absolutely amazing. Ronnie, your club is absolutely spectacular. We look forward to experiencing I don't think we'll experience all the different rooms and different beds over here. We're going to try hard. We're going to try really hard. Tell us, take a minute, tell our listeners how they can reach out to you, how they can find your club, how they can come here and experience this amazing place. Okay. Our website is thelux.net. Uh, you can contact me. I'm Ronnie. And you can also email us at theluxreservations at gmail.com. 
Fantastic. So once again, this is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David, and we're learning more and more every week with all our fantastic expert guests and owners of these amazing clubs like uh, Ronnie and Bill. And we hope you do too. So remember, great sex matters. And you deserve it. And we encourage every couple to make a point of learning more about sex and sexuality and all the different ways to spice up your sex life. Go to our website, thesexylifestyle.com, on the radio show guest page, and you'll see all our amazing sex experts. Look them up, contact them if you need more information or more advice. Well, that's it for our show today. Another great show. A big thank you to all our special guests and especially to you for listening. Remember to sign up on stc.com for one month free using our promo code 30314. And we have some great events and trips coming up. You can meet us at Oasis Aqua Lounge in Toronto, November 23rd, and the Taboo's Everything to Do with Sex show in Toronto as well, November 24 to 26. And the countdown is on for the STC Caribbean Dreams Cruise, November 9th to 16th. Then we're off to Hito Kamasutra at Hito 2, January 20th to 27th, 2018. Uh, the Miss No Swimsuit Contest with Tom's Trips at Hedonism 2 Resort, March 3 to, 3 to 10, 2018. And let's not forget, not in Orleans, it's already next July, 25 to 30. Are you going to give up your crown when we're back at Naughty? I'm keeping my crown. We're the reigning champions, but we will have Catherine and John on hey, the parade with us. I'm going back after that crown again, so you better watch out. But we're, we've, <laughs> invi- we've invited you to lead the parade with us at Naughty, so hopefully everybody will join us there. Please book early. It's going to sell out real quickly like last year. Last year, Bob and Tess had to return people away because you waited too long, so book early. For more information about these trips or anything else, go visit our website, thesexylifestyle.com, or send us an email at askandcarolanddavid.com. Join us again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David reminding you to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Stay sexy, everyone. Until next Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Sexy Lifestyle. We've got another one lined up next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. This weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever. 